allergy. The Science Club are doing it too. Right. So who's the jerks in this movie? I don't get it. Right. Right. Uh, hey, I like to hang around high school carnivals. Yeah, this is, he's like, didn't I smoke a doobie with you in the, okay, here, watch this. Kirby! What, don't you remember me? <laughs> Nose Garden, 72. Mike, Wild Man Weeks, ha! Huh? No. And get a haircut, will you, Jughead? <laughs> Jughead. I never liked him anyway. Uh, Mike does his job. Mike does his hey. job. His real name in real life is Mike, too. Oh, wow. It's the same with me. Thank you, Wayne, for your wiener. Right. They've put itching fluid in the wieners, and they're making a big deal that Wayne's giving free wieners. And Wayne thinks that Science Club is eating the cost. Oh, they are. Yeah, I I would not be cool if if someone put something in that made me itch, quote-unquote, itch uncontrollably. That sounds horrible. Now, look, the hot dog guys are about to eat it, but Lucy's like, don't. We put itching crap in it. Wouldn't he eat it anyway for the sake of comedy? No. No, he won't. Now, here's part of the agreement to humiliate Kevin is he's going to dress as a cheerleader. Now, look. Oh. Right. Look at Kevin's eyes. Tomatoes? He hates them, right? He's going to die from them. He'll die from them. Achoo! Oh, I'm sorry. I I forgot to tell you that I'm deadly allergic to tomatoes. Right. Why why would it come up? So what has to happen here is they've got to get the drug juice in order to give him power so that he doesn't get hit by all the tomatoes but they only have 10 minutes until he's going on stage as the cheerleader. So they got no time to care. So that means this movie's over in 12 minutes. Uh, we're getting, we're in our third act. It's not quite over as soon All as right, the, gotcha. it's a long thing. Okay. So who's got the drug juice? Do you remember? Oh, the, it's the principal has it. It's, he but they don't know it. where. They're just assuming it's in the principal's office. So Now, this is back to the future, right, where he has to go into the principal's office, maybe the second one, and take the almanac from the principal? Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess. There's I a guess. principal. They have to go get something. I guess. There's a school. There's a fair. Yeah. There's a uh, music under the sea or whatever. The fish under the sea dance. No, it was enchantment under the sea. Enchantment under the sea. God, I don't know. Well, I changed the past, and so now it's right. Now it's called the fish under the sea. Okay, fish no, that was it, that was in. Uh, uh, okay, look, they're pretending they're fighting. You're looking at all the girls, Lover's just so that the principal. You're coming to my office now. Ooh, what's going on? Right. Carl, that's the that's my computer I'm using right now to talk to you. As seen in the movie War Games. <laughs> that's the joke. Oh my god, someone referenced that joke. It said that reminds me of that Spiegelman joke about war games. And I read it, I go, I'm really flattered. I don't remember that joke at all. That's right. My computer is well, so we old. Told it to, little... uh, yeah, we told it to Eddie Deason himself <laughs> and he laughed. Right. Well, because my other thing is uh my computer is so old. The screensaver is a picture of Laura Brannigan. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, now, 
they can't look for the drug juice with the principal in the office. So Elliot will come in and say, I would like to speak with the both of you, please. Oh, oh, like he brought the backpack and then he's like, can I talk to you guys? Right. No, it can't wait. So when he gets him out into the hall, he goes, I'd like to congratulate the two of you on your engagement. Thank you, Elliot, but we're a little busy right now. Right. And this is while a carnival, an unchaperoned carnival is happening on the <laughs> high school right, grounds. They're the only two faculty members of the whole school. I okay. know. You don't see Linda Blair. It's their chance. Karen, Karen Black oh, is a substitute Italian teacher. Honk, honk. Honk. Get out there. I do like this director. I think he does it well. Like you could see him talking in the hallway and the kids in the background. Let me tell you about this director. And this is very early in his career, although he did start his first director thing when he was 24 years old. Uh, at 14 years old, he was making Super 8 movies. This guy sure. is worth it. We but know look, those this guys. something is exploited, exploitive. He's done Spinning Out of Control, which was about spin dancing lady who gets stalked. Deadly Cheer Mom. And uh, yeah, stalked by my doctor, Patience Revenge. Tom's and Payback. He did all these films. Swim Instructor Nightmare. But it's Ooh, not. I want to do that. He's taking the jobs that were given to him. Yeah, sure. Maybe he produce it. I like his style. Like, you, he cuts to the audience, and the audience is just staring into the camera. He must have shot it separately. Okay, <laughs> look into the camera like he's Kevin. That's exactly I'll do right. A fish lens. Now look, Cecil and Amanda are getting together. Prune juice, enough. Prune juice. Okay, enough. now they're going to stiffen up. Okay, now get back in our seats. Get back in our seats and stiffen up and pretend nothing happened. <clears throat> this is not my notebook. Oh, oh sorry, Elliot made mistake. a mistake. I better go back to Elliot and let him know immediately. This is not my backpack. <laughs> so then they're like, we resolved things. It was just a lover spat. We're happy again. Goodbye. Oh, what a high school. Gross. In front of the principal? Yeah, and look at him checking it out. I know. Like <laughs> a professional. <laughs> okay, so everyone is going to throw tomatoes at uh, Kevin if he doesn't do a good job with this song. Now, look. He's like, she's beautiful. Let me, let me see if I can put it on. You think she'll go out with me? Okay. He's, your, he's the guy you one. hired. Mike loves I'll hot have dogs. I'll have a hot dog. His life's... Yum. Oh, no, the itching powder hot dog. Right. <clears throat> My dog... Well, wasn't there another movie where they put Visine in the food and it caused people to get sick? I think it's diarrhea when you have Visine. And Visine changed their formula, literally. They changed their formula off of that movie. Interesting. Well, I mean, it's one of those things, like, it's a movie and it's funny, but in real life you shouldn't do it because people can get sick, really sick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mike, oh, you want to fix the world. We're just suspending disbelief here. But All you're right. right. My... It's a fucked up thing. For someone to have food allergies, you give him tomatoes, he could die. Yeah. I get it's... it. No, it's just a movie. Oh, oh. And then it's this fake, like, suspense. Like, oh, it... time's ticking out. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, that's right. Now he's got to do his song. 
the teddy bears no, and their picnic. Elliot could absolutely just go around those people, but the director's making them push through the crowd for drama. Well, uh, we want Wayne's. Boom. We Ooh, want Wayne stock. Did that suck? That sucked. That sucked. So now we're going to throw tomatoes at you. Okay, I'm your director. This is crown work. We want you to put the tomato in front of the camera and then now say, that sucks. Great, I'll edit it. The end. Oh, but look, Lucy's come to the rescue. He ate his spinach. Oh, no. He's causing everyone's hands. He's controlling 100 people's hands yeah. right now at once. I'm acting. I said, er, now I'm saying, ah. No. No. Wayne gets the tomato. And he's laughing. That thing that kills me is being thrown on stage, but next, adjacent to me. Right. Adjacent. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Now, look. Oh, no. Somebody's getting Right itchy. on cue. Right on cue. We all start to itch. <laughs> We're all itching on cue. Okay, crowd, I need you to itch. What a bunch of dicks to make everyone itchy. How long is that going to last? 12 hours? You can think it's, it's less, really dead. Yeah, it, is a, it is a day. That's it's not. It, I don't know if it's 24, but it's a day. They're all going to be itchy for a fucking day. It's fucked it's up. Oh, that's hysterical. They love it. You're all uncomfortable and really, really, when you can't scratch an itch, it's torture. But I mean, like, whoa! I, oh, yeah, right? Even this guy. What a crutch. <laughs> <He's> a... <laughs> whoa! Whoa, one more. One more. I got an itchy butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's. <laughs> there must be other side effects, maybe like nausea and headaches. Well, they won't get itching. fleas for sure. Well, now all their dogs will have fleas because there's no more potion for the dogs. So now, Miss, uh, not Miss for long, but uh, yeah, Miss Bernhardt is like, Wayne, it's you, Wayne. I knew it's true. I will not tolerate this blatant delinquency. Yes, you are hereby expelled from Emerson. Whoa. Come Monday morning, you'll be transferred to Washington High. Seven high schools in two years. Oh. Hey. So Wayne's getting, I, I'm sorry, Micah. Kevin. I mixed it up. It, Wayne will get his, but right now for the plot, it's uh, it's Kevin who's, who's. So tough, you little wiener. All right, man, you're asking for it. Boy, boy, boy. What the hell's going on here? What? Why do you keep hitting yourself? Why do you keep Stop hitting yourself? God, so, there's no expense spared on special effects. <laughs> so he will have Wayne hit himself until Wayne admits, okay, I'll tell the truth. And tells the truth to Ms. Bernhardt. He's a good actor, Wayne. It really looks like his hand is out of his control. Yeah, I tell you, he just ended up on... Uh, Apollo 13, but he's a voice acting coach to KRW's on-air talent, a vocal coach to three seasons of the Doc series. Nice. Hey, it's all work, man. We like when these guys working. You know, this movie obviously hit us, and we want all good for everyone. Even that jerk, <laughs> Wayne. Now, look, Cecil and Amanda are now together, 
and Wayne is oh. getting out of the school. I didn't realize that. And yeah. Wayne, we think, gave the hot dogs for free. So he's making them itch. So we got to all run backstage after him. But he's oh. going to save me. He's, they should take the uh, extras should learn how to act. Okay, I want you to bum rush the stage and shake an arm or something. Shake your hand. Everyone's scratching. Everyone's itchy. Uh, that's Cecil and Amanda. Aw. Isn't that nice? They did good. Oh, and there's the nerds, the science nerds together. Everything's great. Yeah. Oh, here comes the police. I got to go. <laughs> Terrific. Help. Help me. You got to help me. Okay, I'll help you. Get me out of here. What's he going to do? Like rip his pants or something? Ah, he's going to make him fly. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye, Wayne. That's Wingo, right. Bye-bye. <laughs> he's out of this movie forever. So hats off to Doug Campbell for directing this film and doing a good job. And I yeah. really wish Hollywood had knocked on your door because you're really good, dude. You did something that we all wanted, which was a sequel to Zap. Thank you. <laughs> we didn't realize we needed it until you made it. Whoa, they're going away. Now we have a music video. For what? no reason. Must, oh, over the end credits? Yes, there's a guy named Jake Hooker who made this happen. And the artist is called Leo Smith, but he's not... I don't, I can't find him anywhere. He's not a famous guy. Now, this is the drums of It's Tricky to Rock Around. It really is. Yes. What are you saying? Oh, this is like, we care a lot, Carl. Yeah, we care a lot. We care, we care a lot. Oh, so it's this, called, this, oh, look, the cast members are singing along. Right. Hey, Karen, before you leave, can you just sing this lyric? Okay. <laughs> this is like, a, oh gosh, that Ben Stiller movie. There's something about Mary where they sing, turn me up buttercup at the end. Yeah. You know, I think directors who do that are, they, there's a little self-importance to their own film it makes sense because they've all been together for months shooting right, this absolutely. thing. Absolutely. But for the audience, it, they came to see a film, and it wasn't Gone with the Wind. But I'm gonna but, I'm gonna top that. There's a Penn Gillette movie uh, called Director's Cut. It's from the director of Scene uh, Never on Wednesday, and it's uh -huh. a crowdsourced movie. It was a kickstarted movie, and at mm -hmm. the end, everyone who kickstarts shows up in the audience where Penn Gillette sings a rock song over the opening credits. <laughs> Pendulum. I this? love their shaver. They really, really, <laughs> really, yeah. It talks too much, so I prefer the teller razor. Yeah, look, they're all singing along to this music music video that added in post. Doug Campbell is from Ontario, Canada, and so is the okay. writer of this thing from not Ontario, but from Canada. Uh, okay, here's the music. She's gonna get it. Her well, she's gotta have it. Is the name of the song. She's gotta not to be confused. Also, they're taking clips. It's it's a la Beastie Boys, taking clips from rock songs and putting you know sampling. Well, this song was of its time. 
We take the rap. A 1988, 1989 music video and movie. We'll take the rap is the name of this rap song. What? It's called She's Gotta Have It. Oh. Oh, you're right. Okay. Never mind. Oh, there she is. The music video. Why is there Oh, is that the woman from the beginning? Amanda does a good job. Cecil does yeah. a good job. Everyone did a, what they were supposed to in this movie. You know, I just think that Zaps is such a problematic movie, and it kind of shows here. Like, you have powers, and you use it to rip girls' clothes off. It's just... Uh, she goes, kids, don't try this at home. We're trained professionals. That's hysterical. I'll use it at the end credits or any outtakes. All right, Carl, we did it. Zapped again. And uh, audience members, stay tuned. In a couple minutes, you're going to watch Zap Zero, a.k.a. the drug juice bit from Carl and Mike's <laughs> public access show in New Jersey 30 years 1992. ago. 1992. Wow. I'm glad this movie's on YouTube. It definitely uh, worked my head when I saw it. It was like a weird, bad dream. Like, it hits every <laughs> note that a, a teen sex comedy needed to hit, even if it was true or not. It just, you know, went through it. The wiener hats. Interesting oh, movie. Well so you you say thumbs up good film i say bad movies can mean it's bad because the premise itself is problematic and you can't believe this is used as entertainment maybe it doesn't age well let's say now uh -huh. when we look back at it we realize guys should not be lifting women use powers to rip women's pants to see their ass <laughs> but back then you know and especially zapped itself like you know it's predator it's what they call rape culture carl this right. kind of humor, mm -hmm. this this kind of uh, humor. So it's prevalent in this film, although I do I'm like the romance. I do like that they kind of have some human being type stuff. Like he gets yeah. kind of knocked down a peg, which I like. But they're all unlikable people. But I do recommend this movie as a bad film. It's bad. Like yeah. morally, there's something wrong with it. But I still, I like it. I've seen it before. So Yeah, everybody did their job. It was it is a bad film. It's a bad premise and it's uh, but it was executed well. Executed uh, well. Everyone has no chops. It was directed well. I don't think it was written well because it's some unrealistic stuff in there like uh, a lot of holes. Yeah. And the, the, yeah. the club is the most important thing and the penguin run for 50 years and I don't know. Yeah, it's not like a summer. You're a real estate person that's why you travel from town to town no you become an expert in your own town but okay yeah all right well we uh want to thank her we, we yeah well that has been zapped again uh and luckily zapped is not really free on youtube so we'll never watch that but we will be back here next sunday at 2 p.m on mutiny radio we'll be back on your podcast feeds every sunday night and we pop up on YouTube every week. You just need to subscribe and you'll get notified. And we'll be back with a brand new movie. We're keeping that under seal. But <laughs> please enjoy this sketch from 1990, Drug Juice. Wonderful. <laughs> Chief Inspector Elizabeth from Homicide FBI. You can call me Lizzie. Now, 
I'm here to investigate the murder that you committed. Now, I want you to confess, Spiegelman. Just go ahead and pour it out. Confess! All right, I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything. Well, no, no, no. I'm serious now. I, I mean, I'll... I'll no, beat man, it out of you. Don't even bother beating me. I'll tell you everything. I'll start from the beginning. Really? Yeah, it's no problem. I'll tell you everything. You want to know what happened? Huh? Well, all right. You sure? Maybe I can... No, look, it's a, it's a favor to you. I want... Come I'm on. Gonna... Let me just... Can you put up a little more resistance? Hey, I got a gun. I got a gun. No, it's I'm right. going to break you. It's all right. It's all right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Well, I mean, okay. Uh, if you're sure, you know. Uh... It all It all started when I went to that local drug den. Carl's house. I knew Carl had the drug juice, and I've heard about the drug juice. I wanted the drug juice, and I knew that he had the drug juice, and I knew that he wanted that I wanted the drug juice, and I knew that I knew that he wanted to give me the drug juice that I wanted. Carl, Carl, hey, Carl, Carl, you in there? Carl, Carl, is that you? Hey, man, Carl, Carl, I've been looking for this place, this place. Carl, hey, Carl, is that you? Mike, Carl. Dude, I've been waiting for oh, you, man. Dude, Why do you hang on to this? Carl, do you have it? You got the drug juice? The I, drug juice? You got drug juice? I've been saving it for you, oh, man. I got I it over really here. I'm dying. I never tried it. I've been telling my mom about this. I can't wait. Okay. Oh, come here. Come here. Oh, man, drug juice. Yeah, I guess I've been saving this just for you right here. Dude, is that it? Diet smoke? No, you idiot. This isn't it. That's diet smoke. This oh. is it right here. The oh, drug the juice. juice. Let me have it. Let me have it. Wow! Yeah, that's right. Drug juice. Drug, can I touch it? No, no. Oh. I just got it fresh imported. Now, here's what you do, right? Yeah. You just take a little swig of the drug juice. Just, just a, a little, little just, just a bit. Little okay? And then you chase it with diet smoke. Cool. cool. Carl! Carl, my liebling! Oh, that's your mom. Oh, wait. That's my mom. Okay? All right, Now, Carl. just try to be quiet. And, and I'll just go and see what she wants, and I'll try to get rid of her, all right? And we'll be, I'll be right back. Okay, cool, please. I'll be right back. Be Carl, my Liebling, the cook I'm is coming. ready. I'm coming. All right, Carl, man, I'll see you in a sec. Oh, boy, drug juice. She just wanted to have sex, you know? Oh, yeah, Mom. Yeah, I told her no, you know? I'm busy. Yeah, I you, gotta, gotta, you gotta do your own mind. Holy macaroni! What's the matter, man? Oh, my God! And the drug juice! It's all gone! You didn't drink all the drug juice, did you? Yeah, that was good stuff. About well, the real thing. You didn't even chase it with diet smoke! You? Oh, yeah! I drink this all the time. It's slept with his mom. Yes, slept with his mom. Well, he went to the office to talk about no, it. He didn't talk with, with it. He, he slept with his mom. Don't it's tell me you never slept with your mom. No, I'm not saying that. I anyway, mean, I got the drug juice because Carl knew I wanted the drug juice and I wanted it. So he knew it and we got the drug juice. 
I drank it all. You drank it all? That's when the funny stuff started. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're okay, right? Yeah. Wait, you didn't you didn't drink all the bug juice, did you? I... Wait a minute. You didn't drink all the drug juice. Feeling okay? You really drank all the bug juice? Well, 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 you're only supposed to drink a little bit. How do you feel right now? Okay? I'm fine, Carl. Leave me alone. You're sure? I'm fine, damn it. I'm fine. Leave me alone. Stop bugging me. Go, go piss off, you hippo. Leave me alone. If you say you're okay, then fine, but, uh, are you sure? C can you hear what I'm saying to you? Uh, do you understand what I'm saying to you? I hear you perfectly, you call man. Leave me alone. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm... He just wouldn't leave me alone. Oh, the guy was real teed off, huh? No, he just wouldn't leave me alone. Oh, that guy kept on, uh, no, kept on he, bugging you, right? He just wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah, I know how to type my boss, you know, first day. No, he just wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah, I know what you're saying. The guy was just teed no, off. No, no, he wouldn't just, he just wouldn't leave me alone. He was, he was a pest. No, he just wouldn't leave me alone. I understand what you have said. No, he, he just wouldn't leave me alone. He wouldn't leave me alone. He would stop keep bothering me. You're sure, you're sure you're okay? I mean... Wait, wait, wait. How, how many fingers am I holding off? Right now. How, how, how many fingers am I, am I holding out? Can, can you tell? By that point, I was intoxicated with the love of drug juice. In intoxicated with the love? What do you mean? I was baked off oh, of drug juice. Baked, I see. Then I heard some footsteps and Carl's mom came. What, you mean the one he slept with? She was barking to me in German. Im Wald und sie singen so schön, dann kommt die Wogen und wird es grau und hässlich und dann sagt er, du musst in dem Gefängnis gehen, du bist ein Beschuldiger, geknopft, dann singt er um. Okay, okay, wait. If you're okay, and I'm sure that you are, how many fingers am I holding up? them up now for the last time Carl leave me alone Carl came to me and he kept talking to me he kept he kept saying how many fingers how many fingers how many fingers am I holding up how many fingers am I holding oh, up how you many mean, you mean, fingers you mean, you mean, I'm holding up and he took your hand like this and he pulled it and he said okay 
How many fingers are you holding up? No, you idiot! Then I became Frankenstein. Frankenstein? Yeah, what? Well, Frankenstein. Then I came into him, and I, he knew I was going to kill him, and I wanted to kill him, and he knew I wanted to kill him, and he, I knew that he knew... Wait a minute! You, you've got a look in your eye, like... A look like... Like you're going to kill me! Wait, wait, don't do it. Wait, one minute. Yeah, he knew I wanted to kill him, and I killed him. I killed him. I, I, I killed him. I, I, you I, killed the guy. Yeah, I killed him. I killed him. He knew I wanted to kill him, and I wanted. All right, to all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? I became Frankenstein. All right. Hey, you know what? We'll forget the whole thing. We'll forget the whole thing. You know what? I'll t I'll tell my supervisor. I'll say uh, it was uh, questions of insanity. But are you kidding? Are you kidding? No, you no, no. You just wait here. I killed wait him. here. You know I'm going to go talk to my supervisor. I killed him. I'm going to go talk to my supervisor. All right, just wait. I, I have a guy. I killed just I killed wait here. I killed him. I killed him. Wait. I became Frankenstein. Wait a second. I became Frankenstein. And I killed him, and he knew I wanted to kill him. I Hi, welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's an acronym. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, buddy. How are you doing, Carl? Hey, Mike. I'm doing good. Let me just adjust my lighting here. Whoa. There we uh, go. Looking good. <laughs> we, uh, we are a multimedia uh, force. We are right now streaming uh, audio first on mutinyradio.fm. You can listen to us first on mutinyradio.fm 
It's, it's a streaming service, a streaming internet station right out of the Mission District of San Francisco. You could use your podcast app to find it and listen to live. You could just go to a browser and type in mutinyradio.fm. We are there Sundays, 2 p.m. as we are right now, Pacific Standard Time. We also have an audio podcast, but you're going to have to find us by our acronym. Remember that? L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And then for shits and giggles, why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel where you get to see us right now in person. We're going to be watching a full-length movie on YouTube. The podcast is, the premise is that we're going to talk over the movie. So you watch the movie and listen to us at the same time. Carl, what is the movie this week? This week, we will watch Stewardess School, 1986. Stewardess School, 1986. Not flight attendant school, okay? And not police academy. It's Stewardess School, 1986. The channel we like is C, the initial C, C dot, C Monk Records. C M O N K Records. So, Monk Records. Uh, Go ahead and check out. We want you to go into YouTube right now, type in Stewardess School from 1986. You will find C Monk Records is the channel hosting it. Yeah, Click you that will link. see C Monk yeah. Records. You will see period C Monk, Monk Records. Records. So we <laughs> want you to go ahead, click that link, hit pause immediately, move the timer to zero zero zero. I know this is going to take a lot of effort. My producer, our producer, the producer Carl. Not only did he write that theme song you heard up front, not only has he researched this movie extensively, he interviewed a celebrity comedian. It was going to give a celebrity comedian countdown. And when that celebrity comedian says go, we're all going to press play and watch the movie at the same time. And I know that takes a lot of effort, but Carl's going to talk to the celebrity comedian, get to hear a little bit about. So it gives you some time, gives us a little history of comedy. Carl, take it away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Joe Alfano. Welcome, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How's it going? All right, good. Now, Joe, I see you out there a lot. We're bumping into each other at open mics. I also see you at shows. How long have you been? Do- I think you're kind of new to comedy. Am I wrong on that? How uh, long have you been doing it? No, I've only, uh, November will be two years. Two years? Wow. Because I see you booked every Friday and Saturday night. What we're talking about Laugh It Up in Poughkeepsie. Mopco Improv Theater, the Studio Playhouse in Montclair, which is where me and my co-host are from. You really accelerated. How did you get started in comedy? Um, so I always wanted to do comedy, and uh, there was just never anywhere to do it when I was uh, when I was younger. I would say like I'm an old man, but like <laughs> like when I met like when I was like 18 and stuff like that. So um, I ended up going to law school up in Albany. And I knew that there was like mics and stuff up there. Like I'd seen like online, like seen. So I was like, all right, like I'll go try that out while I'm there. And uh, yeah, then I just started doing mics. I ended up getting like, you know, booked on like a little bar show. And then I was like, I uh-huh. don't want to be in school. <laughs> Did you leave school? Yeah, I dropped out. Really? To pursue comedy? Yeah, I was there on like. I also, I kind of fucked up. I took, I, I was there on like almost like half of like uh half of my tuition was basically paid for because it was like an academic scholarship. Uh huh. So I took that from someone and then dropped that semester in <laughs> <laughs> to go like talk about my dick at bars. 
Well, you're very good at comedy, and obviously it shows. I mean, you're getting booked all the time. Now, I think of you as a Hudson Valley comedian. Is that fair? Yeah, that's where, I, that's where I'm from. That's where I, I do the most stuff. I only started up in Albany, but then as soon as I dropped out, I had no reason to be up there. So yeah, I, most of uh, the comedy I've done is in the is in the Hudson Valley area, I would say. But you'll really drive for comedy. I mean, Montclair oh, yeah. must be about an hour, 10 hour. Uh, I'm not sure where, where exactly you are in the Hudson Valley, but it's not close. You'll make the hike yeah. for comedy, right? I, I've, I've drove like two or three hours to do a, do a, do a spot somewhere. <laughs> I can appreciate that, right? And it's just a spot, right? You still want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know you have this uh, podcast, The Splash Zone. Tell us about this podcast and where can people find it? Um, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, it's up everywhere. Uh, basically, I used, to, I used to have a podcast before I uh, got into law school. And then um, when I was applying, I deleted everything because I didn't want that on the internet yeah. to affect me getting into school. And then I missed doing one. So me and a friend of mine, her name's Kelsey. Uh, she's my co-host on, on the podcast. And uh, we just decided like, you know what, like I have no reason. It's not like, you know, I go post clips. I do comedy now, so it doesn't really matter. It's not like it's going to affect me or my life. Yeah, so right. now I can, you know, go get hammered well, what is and go fuck wild on the podcast. <laughs> But what is the Splash Zone all about? Like, what do you and her talk about? Like, what do you cover on your, what's the theme? Uh, it's just us just shooting the shit, just talking about stuff in the news, like stuff going on in our lives. Just, you know, it's it's just uh, like, it's just a comedy podcast. Like, it's mm -hmm. just us just hanging out, making fun of each other, making fun of stuff in the news, just whatever. Nope. Joe, how can people follow you on social media, you know, on the internet? How can people know what you're up to? Instagram, I guess? Uh, Instagram is the best because I, I have, like, I actually have Twitter. I just made a threads. I don't use any of that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I always use Instagram. It's the only thing, like, that makes sense to me. Like, gotcha. anything else I post, and I feel like I'm just shooting out into the wind. <laughs> What's your handle out there at Instagram? Uh, uh, Joe underscore Alfano. J-O-E underscore A-L-F-A-N-O. Right. Now, you've got fan right in the middle of, Al of, middle of Alfano, right? That's perfect for your fan base, right? A-L-F-A-N-O. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The Thanos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fans. That's what they call them out there in the comedy world. Your Thanos. <laughs> Make half of the audience disappear. Okay. <laughs> so, Joe. Everyone at home is poised to watch this film at, with us at the same time as we do here in the studio. So everyone at home's got to press play at exactly the same moment we do right here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Joe Alfano, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. I look forward to listening to it when the show airs. Now, without further ado. Let me unmute this. No, let me mute this because there is further ado. This is somebody recorded their videotape. This thing, it didn't go straight to video in all markets, but it, had a, it was a box office bomb. So it pretty much went straight to video, and that's what we're going to see. So it's an ad on the videotape. Oh, my God. Can it be any more 80s? Yeah, no, no, it could not. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, BletchBuster.com. We're talking over your broadcast. 
Finally. So we went warning. from HBO FBI warning to homemade video to now VCR. Uh, look, it's very important. Attention, that's French. Oh, we got previews? Uh, I get it. <laughs> Is it good? Oh, following this feature presentation. Some feature presentation. Oh, good. Phew, there she is. Now we're, now we're rolling. Okay, here hey, we go. Hey, Columbia uh, Pictures, Columbia Pictures lady, you got your flashlight on. Turn it off. Oh, turn off the flashlight. The flashlight's on. Hey, lady, right there, your flashlight's on. You got to turn that off. It's, it's right in my eyes across the bus. I think it sounds like the back to the future music. Do, 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 right? Yeah, it does. Do, 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 do. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that what do we have means here? This. He looks like a pilot. This yes. movie's already on autopilot. That's right. This is Otto. He is our pilot. No, I'm only kidding. This is Philo. Philo Henderson. Philo is like the hero of our movie, although it's really a sort of combo with Donnie Most from Happy Days and yes. Philo. You know, I, I wanted to do this movie because it has Donnie Most from Happy Days. Right. And he is credited as Donald. No, no, Don. He's Don Most. Now look at those glasses. Yeah. They're so bad. He's got these huge uh, contacts. Okay, and this will play in prominently to our plot. I can't see! I can't see! It's so obvious and easy. <laughs> this will play prominently into our plot. He so is he going to be in the cockpit and he's be like, I can't see, I can't right. see, and they'll be like, we need you to, to land this plane? That's exactly right, yes. Okay, I look forward Donald to it. Donald Most, you saw. Donald, okay. see, yeah. Now please. where are we? Now where are we? Oh, we're in the cockpit, baby. That's right. Flying high. New cocks in the cockpit. This is 41 Heavy. Go ahead, LAX Tower. 41 Heavy, commence descent and await further landing instructions. Roger, it's just a routine control. landing, right? Pilot. It's just a routine landing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it established he's a professional pilot, and now we see him in a professional pilot. Really? And next to Ralph Mouth. Let's give a shout out to Ralph Mouth. The reason I love this movie yeah. is that he has been in that sitcom for like ever. Yes. Just giving beats, 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 straight man, <laughs> funny man, give, you know, setting up Richie. And then he finally gets a chance to, to use those comedic chops in a full length movie. And what we get is like the best sitcom acting a movie has ever had. <laughs> you know, That's his timing is impeccable. Yes. Okay, so. What's happened here is, okay, Donnie's name is George Bunkle. George Bunkle. Okay, so George is Philo. Me. I have a big party tonight. You always have a party. Well, this one's different. Everybody's coming. Why is everybody coming? He goes, because I said, I promised them that you'd be there. He goes, George! So now he's out of his seat, messing up, trying to get him to agree to come to the party. Because it will there be girls there? Yes. Yeah. Right, hold on, I'll lie down. You want me to go lie down? George. Well, you will come? You yeah. it out, sidekick George. Oh, no. Oh, they're going to crash. They're going to crash, but Philo will save the day and pull up, pull up, pull up. 
Yay. So now they're out of LAX and flying over straight old LA. Now, right. is your screen super dark like it has No, been I can see it. LA from look LAX out, out. to LA Triple X. Look out, we're going to hit that famous building, the Roosevelt Hotels. Now, look at this bad cut. You can see the ground. <laughs> it wasn't like well, they didn't have 9/11 footage back then, Carl. That's Give right. Cut them some slack. So we find out it's a very bad print, but we're looking at a flight simulator. Nobody died. They're students. They're pilots. This movie deceived me. Mm-hmm. He's not even a pilot. That's right. He's in That's training, right. and he has just flunked the course. And it's all George Bunkle's fault. George. Hey, buddy, girls. That's going to be Donnie the whole movie, right? Yeah. But hello, ladies. Um, it, it, that's kind of fair to say. Maybe not the whole movie, but lots of it. Now we have twins, and we'll do the standard joke that they're talking at, they both say the same thing at the same time. They're like, where's Philo? Oh, Bunkle he promised all the twin you? hot twins in L.A. that Philo what showed. What about the Michael Jackson party? Hey, he was very insulted that you didn't believe it was him that night. <laughs> Five minutes, Bunkle. Wow, that's weird how the twins talk like that. Yeah. Okay, now we have the stupidest joke ever. Donnie farts. Okay? And oh, He farts in an Donnie. elevator? Yes. It's iconic. He's an iconic uh, iconic classic. Iconic fart, and that's all. That's the whole joke. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ooh, my now we this, this lady is a character actress. I could not find her in the research, but I know sure. her face. I I off the oh, she faints! It's just ridiculous. He lives in a weird world, Donnie. Does whatever he wants, gets away with it. Says something funny. Cool. Now, I wish I was an elevator farting. Philo come moves. upstairs to the party, but Philo is completely bummed out. I mean, Donnie has ruined their future as pilots, and that's all he wants to do is be in the air. It's not even about flying, it's about being in the air. Donnie's ruining it for him. He's like the Zach Galifianakis of the crew. Yeah. It was the Dukes. It was the Dukes. It's not my fault you wear glasses. You're blaming this on my glasses. They are pretty thick, those glasses. But I mean, Donnie bonked him and made the uh, flaps go. I mean, he. But Carl, if you had, if your vision was that comedically bad, would you even be eligible to be a pilot? No, you're right about that, Mike. You absolutely could not be a pilot if you wore glasses. That's correct. Really? They're biased about four eyes, huh? Yes, they are biased. <laughs> I mean, blind people don't get a driver's license. It's unfair! Carl, will you stop it with your political correct? Uh, <laughs> yeah, correctness? politically charged speech. <laughs> So is he? He has an ascot on and a smoking jacket. It's really yes. classy, and it matches his hair. God damn it! And it does match his red hair, right? 
Okay, now we're just gonna get stupid jokes. Why? Like All I ever wanted to do was fly. Oh, look out, Harold Lloyd. Out the window. Yeah, you see the feathers? Yeah, so he landed on some someplace soft. Now, I don't know if it was the director, if it was some production guy, but the the, 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 uh, feathers are good. Yeah, because we live in a comedic universe right now. He didn't obviously didn't die. So you kind of need that extra detail just to let you know in the audience that this is kind of a joke verse (laughs) and, and, and everything's cool, you know? I dig it. So far, this movie, I don't know if it bores the shit out of me, but we had watched several Police Academy-type movies. Like, the one yeah. I remember most we watched was Hamburger the Movie, which propositions, if you open up a burger franchise, you must go to a campus and stay there for several weeks. The to train as a ham- Yeah, Hamburger U. Which, uh, so this okay. is the same premise. On uh, the left is the shrink from Terminator 2. Yes. Now on the left here is Connie. It's not Connie. It's um, <clears throat> one moment. I it's I it's Connie or Colette or something. Well, anyway, she's a big deal in our stuff. She was in Surf too. She was one of the girlfriends. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, Penny, uh, Penelope Sue or Sue Penelope or. Good guess. Oh, it's Corinne. I couldn't say the name. Corinne Bonner, she was in Zapped. Now, we saw Zapped too. That's right. Zapped again. Then she she was also in Joysticks, which we saw. Oh, great. She was in Surf 2, which is one of our favorites, maybe the favorite. And then she was in Revenge of the Nerds 4 and the fourth Police Academy movie. But, I mean, she is something to our podcast. Yeah. Oh, hey, she's like royalty, if you ask me. Yeah. You're in, uh, so did you no, know look, the Revenge of the Look, it's a Harley That's... Davidson Dyna. So is this one of those, like, bachelor party, I'll give you this car? Whoa, what's the blue book on Betty? Yeah, well, it's okay. a little weird. The shrink from Terminator 2 is doing this deal like, I'll give you this bike if you support my daughter's choice to go to stewardess school because she needs to become something. She's just hanging out with you and becoming a degenerate. So look, he talks him into it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the barber said to the prostitute, in your best interest if you went back to school. Oh, uh, hey, yeah, I recognize her. Was she, was she in the uh, life shack? No, 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 no. What she was, I pretty much gave you everything. No, no, I know. I'm just trying to place her in surf, too. She was the girl. Well, of course, she had long brown hair. She was the, the two. There were two girlfriends. She was one of the girlfriends. Oh, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. She was. They went and told her that. Um, uh, do you remember they showed up and there was that beach shack they blew up? And Yeah, know, that's she, what I was. Yeah. She called the cops. Right. Now, one thing I like about uh, sex comedy movies is when they go the extra step. So we don't really care about classical music at all, right? We just no. want to see the boobies. That's why we're we're here at 12 years old. So it adds a little class to it. A little comedy class. Comedy class. Now this is Mary Cador- Cad- Cadorette. 
I don't know. She's she was Jack Tripper's like wife or girlfriend, and she's a klutz. That's her wow. whole gift throughout the film. So she's she's like that guy in Police Academy who causes <laughs> trouble. Right, picks I up don't... an apple. From... You remember there was like a small mousy guy. He had a wife and glasses. Uh... Yeah, right. And every time it. he would walk down the hallway, he would knock something over inadvertently and cause a fire behind him. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, here's our next. Right. What? Okay. In a movie, there's always the inciting incident, and that's what we saw when they crashed the plane. But since we have so many players, we're seeing each one's inciting incident. Now, this is a wrestler, and she is thinks that her, this boyfriend is going to ask her to marry, right? Oh. And so the 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 like coach is like. Guys never marry wrestlers, you know that. You know, he's, he's, he's doing Rocky as a woman. Let me put it up. Oh, he's right, like Bert Court. There he is, he's so cute. I think he's gonna pop the big question tonight. Wanda, Wanda, when you gonna learn, men don't marry women wrestlers. Cuddles is different. Oh. His name is Cuddles. Yeah, he's great in this movie. I like what? Cuddles. So all that's going to happen here is she's going to do aggressively win the match, and he's going to be like, fuck this, I'm out of here. He's killing. He's killing. Now, the other the other wrestler is uh, from Bosom Buddies, her bachelor party, Wendy Joe. She's really from Conan O'Brien. No, what am I saying? Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> oh, my mistake. Well, the other one, the one in the cow. The other one is just uh, is only in the this scene. In, in oh, the all right. Okay, gotcha. Okay, Sandy Sandal Bergman as Wanda Polanski. She's the wrestler. Conan the Barbarian and Red Sonia. Those were her Great. big ones. She's like um. She's retired now, but she goes to, like, sci-fi conventions to sign things and stuff. She was in Xanadu. Um, she was in this low-budget film called Hell Comes to Frogtown. Do you know it? I've never seen it. It's I believe it's the Charlie Band production, the, the director of Head of the Family. I think his company produced it. Oh. Uh, it's with Roddy Roddy Piper. It's one of those right. uh, films where you go, hey, you like bad movies? Check out this film. You know, okay. it's, it's a gateway film. Well, that's what I thought, too. Like, I, I clicked, or you know, I was learning about her. I was interested in just the sound of it. I clicked on it. I thought it might be good for our show. But is this just one that everybody does? And we should steer It's clear? kind of a go-to, yeah. But it's good. I mean, it's celebrated. I have, I have not seen that. I haven't seen Cannibal Amazons and the Avocado Temple of Doom. There's another, like, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Uh, Rodney Roddy Piper. These women have um have these semen sucking machines to po repopulate the world. So they force <laughs> guys. <laughs> what was her name? The semen sucking machine. So, <laughs> so we've had three setups. This was kind of funny. He goes, "As all you think about girls, there's more to life than girls than this beautiful." Very woman. little. It goes past, and he goes, "Very little." 
There's a there Philo I know. Philo I know and love. You idiot. That's that chemistry I love about Philo and George. Oh, that chemistry off the charts. Now, Philo, you kind of won't recognize him here being all young, but this guy is like, remember in Ghost Rider, they had the dad. Um, okay. Ghost Rider, the Nick Cage movie? Yeah, he was the dad who dies when he makes the deal with the devil. Um, Weird. I'll have to rewatch that movie. Well, he was the congressman in The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. So he wore a nice suit, basically. He was, okay, no, this is how you'll know him. He was Thomas Wayne in The Joker. That's how you'll know him. Okay. I should rewatch it. Oh, right. I remember that scene. Wow. All we're getting from Jack Tripper's wife here is she's a klutz, and that's all. She's one note throughout the whole film. Why did you call her Jack Tripper's wife? There was a film. No, there was a, a sitcom spinoff from Three's Company. Right. Three's a crowd. Jack's I place. Jack's place. Well, he made his own. He was a sous chef or some crap. Right. We know the story about that. Three's Company is based on a British TV show. Mm-hmm. And then that British TV show had a spinoff where, like, the Jack Tripper had his own flat. Oh. It was Jack's flat or something like that. And that's So, what yeah, sure. That kind of inspired it, I guess. Is that Tony Rosada? No. I would doubt it. Okay, so Jack Tripper's girlfriend in Three's a Crowd, the Three's Company spinoff. That's it. Yeah, Three's a Crowd. In 1984. her the dad, producer- the father-in-law, was always in Jack's way. Yep, yep. So this is Wiedemeyer. And he runs the school. And you might know him from the Chappelle show. Um, okay, wait. This guy here is playing a parole officer. We'll never see him again. But you see his face? He's been yeah. all over TV. His name's Theodore Wilson. You know, Good Times and the Sanford Arms, that spinoff from uh, Sanford yeah. and Lennon. But he's going to go away. And this is the only time we'll see him. I just wanted to make note of him because he's he had a long, long career on TV in nice. the 70s. Can you do Sanford Arms? That was with Red Fox or he passed away and it was Lamont? Yeah, no, it was No, I think the son died. Oh. All right, so there was Sanford, his son. There was Lamont, mm-hmm. right? Didn't know Grady. Grady had his own show. Yeah, they didn't spin off Lamont. It was Grady, Sanford Arms, and I think there was a show called Sanford as well. Yeah, that's this show that he was on. Okay, check this out: the Biker Snake. You see them there to the left. Yeah. Okay, he was in. Okay, he was Cal, the Texas-born junkyard partner of Fred G. Sanford in Sanford. The short-lived Sanford and Son sequel. I recognize. I, I totally see him. Yeah, right, right. That's right. It all comes together. And he was not Look. in Falls Three, like I thought. Okay, but you know it's so funny. He has the great biker look. Like you see those in like commercials. Hey, buddy, you smell great. Right. Oh, thanks. I can't understand why Stewardess School has. A, can you? Do you mind fixing C? Hey, some picture you got. Dude, I know. Track it. This is why you gotta like be kind and rewind, otherwise the tapes get fucked up. 
As this movie was a commercial failure flop at the box office, it was released straight to home video in a number of other territories. But the thing is, this was played on Comedy Central all the time, over and over and over and over. Up until the early 2000s, one of the most played films on American cable channel, Comedy Central. Crazy. They they spent $8 million on this, and they made $136,000. That's brutal, dude. (laughs) That's a flop. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, I mean, this premise of, like, we get to meet these students, and they all have to do well, and they're all in this boarding school to learn to be stewardess. Right. This boarding school thing, like, it, it can't all be police academies. I don't even think police academies have dorms either, to be honest with you. Okay, so the... police academy, part of the cycle of American cop comedies that, after the box office set of police academy, feds in 88, recruits in 86, yeah. in 86, night patrol in 84, right. moving violations in 85. Which we saw. Squad. We saw moving violations. You remember that? Yeah. It's with Bill Murray's brother. Right. And I really didn't think it was a... Okay, wait. Now, what happens here? You see, to the right there, we have sexy, sexy, sexy girl, okay? Yeah. And she was a prostitute, and the parole officer dropped her off. So she's going to completely turn on Wiedemeyer, and he's going to basically pop a boner. Yeah, very distracting. And he's not going to be able to speak. This is just like that BJ in the Police Police Academy Academy movies. Yeah. In flight instruction training, and you can you can be assured. Uh, Whoa! We will never nipple and dime you. <laughs> never nipple and dime you. <laughs> Nickel and dime you on your education. Oh, she dropped something. Your instructors Uh-oh. are firm, but fair. If you if you get a, a little more work, See, they're firm. They won't be a little behind on you. Behind. Now, Iron Pants is Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Pants. That's her, that's her nickname. Her right there. Yeah. Oh, she's not having any. Well, I guess that's about it from old Roger Wiedemeyer. <laughs> Wiedemeyer. Uh, once again. Not Niedemeyer, right? From. Right. No, Wiedemeyer. Wiener Meyer. Wiener. Wiener Meyer. Wiener Meyer. You gotta get a wiener joke in there. No, you, you know the old thing about you can't go to the chalkboard when you got a boner. He's like, oh, he... I'll just stand here as you talk. She's looking at it too. Yeah, she goes, it's disgusting, but then she's now, gonna kind of like it. If when you she... all pay attention to the following rules, I'm sure we'll all get along. She's a hard ass. Oh, watch that. Uh, well, oops. Oh. They did that in one of the police academies. They, I think it was two or three. They, they went up to get their graduation papers, and this woman mm-hmm. unfortunately bumps into this guy's crotch and gets hit by another guy in the backside. And in the movie, they actually you could see the lumps in their pants. They made sure whoever set the <laughs> stage that they put in like a prop uh, boner in there. It's art direction. Art direction, right. And continuity, you got to make sure it's, you know, if it's limp, if it's half mass, <laughs> if it's full. Oh, there's the food. Oh, the cafeteria, stewardess school. The food is disgusting at the cafeteria. Right, of course. Yeah. And he no. goes, just like mom never made. So look, he says, Hello, ladies. Goodbye. The girls exit. 
He's better than Booger. I, I give him that much. I think Booger got annoying in the second movie. You know, mm-hmm. his shtick got tired. Okay, so now oh. Jack Tripper's wife is going to talk to Ghost Rider's dad. Oh, wiping his crotch off. Already. Because she's a klutz. She's a klutz. It's her whole shtick. And he's a klutz, kind of, when he has his, when his glasses are off. Exactly right. So Damn. we're going to now get a love interest kind of thing that won't really pay off. I got to say, Ghost Rider's dad is pretty built. <laughs> oh now here's the snob the sl- snobs versus slobs in these comedies right 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 now what it is is okay let me just pull up her name iron pants she is miss grummet miss grummet and she came to fame like behind like a, a, a basically broadway and bob fossey you know, so um, she was in a chorus line and all that jazz and all that jazz. So anyway, she's mad because he lowered the standards of admission just to get tuition. And he assures her, don't worry about it. Yes, we lowered the standards just to get more money. But there's a cut list, isn't there? You decide right. who's not good enough and you cut them. So They'll never about- make Delta House will never be recognized. So we get the money and then you kick them out. Why is that? Oh, fire alarm, I... fire alarm, but it wasn't a fire alarm. It's iron pants. I want to set one thing in this stewardess academy, stewardess school, stewardess university, stewardess college. What are, what are the credentials? Stewardess are? school, and the song calls it stew school. So dumb. I'm trying to think what other. Oh, I I think like this and Hamburger Universe, Hamburger University and Hamburger the movie are are two of the more ridiculous mm-hmm. police academy uh form, templates. Moving violations. They didn't have dorms, but they had to go to uh, driver's ed every day. Yeah, I I think that like it is inspired by police academy. That's a fair call. But this isn't a police academy. And uh, it's fair. It's fair. Well, this idea of having dorms for something that's basically two weeks, four months of uh, training. Now, why didn't you comment on Donnie Most's shirt being off and call it homoerotic? I'm not into Donnie Most. No, the other guy. uh, (laughs) Who's Ralph Mouth and who's the other one? Potsy. Oh, Potsy, you're more of a Potsy. Oh, Potsy, yeah. oh, sure. Sit you on know it, the Gil- You know the Gilbert Gottfried joke about Nostradamus making a lot of predictions, but one prediction that no one really believed was that he thought Winkler would have his own spinoff. <laughs> and people in town will say, Chachi, sure, but oh, Winkler. Oh, the, uh, no, I think that's the other way. No, oh, I think sure, it's the other Ch- way around. Yeah. Oh, Winkler, sure. No, no, I think it's like he predict Winkler would have his own spinoff, and the people in the town said, Winkler, I don't know. Chachi, sure, but Winkler? <laughs> Not so much. Now, I love Wendy Joe's Spritzer. I just watched Anim- uh, Bachelor Party, rewatched it, and she's so good yeah. in that movie. So they're here for their physical, and she's like a one note actress. Everything she plays in, it's all about her weight. 
And that's what's going on in this movie too. So, so she's self-conscious about this examination coming up. Right. She's not going to pass. Now, if they don't pass their examination, they're kicked out of um, they're kicked out of stewardess school. So as soon as Sexy Sexy hears this, she makes a plot to make sure she passes this physical. If you know. Oh, so maybe the the doctor will be so distracted by Sexy Sexy that he signs uh, Wendy Joe. But we saw Wendy Joe at a doctor's in moving violations. Do you remember that? She yep. goes to a mechanic, Fred Willard, thinking it was a physical, and he right. puts, so he's going to yeah. get up on the yeah, go check out her undercarriage. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to play this audio because it's pretty funny. The doctor. Okay. And I, I didn't find the doctor's great character back then. Wait a moment. You want me to take my clothes off? Well, I don't think that would be a bad idea. <laughs> you, go, you want me to take my clothes off? Well, I don't think that that would be a bad idea. But I love how, like, he can't see her. It's such a vaudevillian thing. He's washing his, he's literally washing his eyes. And he can't, <laughs> who the fuck wash? Like, I clean my face thoroughly. But, you know, in, in vaudeville, I got to wash it like this. And go, Wah! So that was the yeah. whole joke. Now, it's also very funny. Now, this movie's not really very funny. It's a very bad movie until the end in which it gets good for a little while. It's a weird thing. But this is a good scene. How the, And it's all this character actor. I think he's like yeah. one of those 70s, um, you know, he was in like the Apple Dumpling Gang kind of movies. He's that kind of. I'm going to play the audio for this part. Sure. When he passes yeah, her, it's really funny. What a mess. Syrups. Oh, I'm so offended. Well, I'm just saying, like, he could at least put a new sheet on the... Look at him, he's all fucked up. Sid! Sid! He's all out of... <laughs> so it's time for blood pressure. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the doctor's sick. He's on blood pressure. Uh, R rating. Doctor Mackey, what about me? What? My physical. Hey. I passed. Yay! Thank you, sexy, sexy. Yeah. Now he goes. This woman was real judgmental. So he goes. I passed. Bitch. <laughs> so we've heard like cursing, but there's no tits in this movie so far. It's been 15 minutes, Carl. Yeah, we'll see a little bit of tits, but this film isn't really about. It's not a sex comedy. It's the wacky antics of. It's a police it's academy a, ripoff. It's not or yeah. not ripoff, but it's, it's the same taking, format. It's taking its format. From that police academy, not taking it from, you know, hard bodies or it's not taking right. it from a, it's Q isn't a, it isn't a teen sex comedy. It's a uh, police academy wackiness. Now look, Philo, as you know, without his glasses, he's completely blind. So he goes into the women's room and they're like, ah, and, and Tripper's girlfriend's like, don't worry, he's, he's blind. blind. He's so oh, blind 
that he even lets him shower with the girls because he just can't see. So then Donnie Most looks in and goes, oh, it's co-ed and thinks it's a, there you see the boobs? Yeah, I see him. Hard to see him. It's like we're looking through a shower door. <laughs> this, that cut, it's it a little, so it's so steamy. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Okay, here he goes. Yeah, he thinks it's co-ed. I, I would have no problem with Donnie Most in there because then I could finally figure out if the uh, carpet and drapes match. <laughs> they will. He's so red. They will. Look at his red hair. Red will definitely match. They will definitely match. Gotcha. He's a singer, right? Like his career post Happy Days was like a radio announcer <laughs> and he would he's a crooner or something of that sort. Well, during like... Happy Days, he did release. Um, um, he was not successful. He was not successful. Um, let me just. Uh, United Artists United Artists released most only pop album Donnie Most in the fall of '76. It did 76. not chart. A single from the album "All Roads Lead Back to You," which he performed on Happy Days, spent three weeks on the Billboard's Hot 100. Peaking at 97. So brutal. Okay, now this guy here, we have to remember him because he'll show up in Act Three. And I didn't recognize him until the fourth time I saw third time I saw him. Total control. He does look live. He looks like Richard Benjamin a little. Hundreds of people. I don't know Rich Benny. He's a. God forgive me, I do love. He directed Milk Money. I know him as a director, but he's an actor. He's he's uh, (coughs) him and his wife. They're all in every seventies thing. Saturday the thirteenth. To fly. Best of the most. That would be my greatest hits album for Donnie Most. Best of the most. That's great. So he it was it's really was one of the funnier scenes in this film he's going to fly to soar with the eagles and he starts going on he goes uh where was i where was i and then everyone in the audience goes <laughs> to fly to soar like the eagles and he goes oh yeah, yeah. to fly it was it's it was it's good yeah now he i think you do a better job of it pilot. that's his joke and he'll show up at the end of the film guess guess why Oh, so she has like a shit list, right? Yeah. Here. She's see the plot was get their tuition money, which they must pay up front, and then cut right. them. You keep the money. And the airplane industry doesn't get a bunch of B rate. Don't people. eat that pizza. Don't eat that pizza. You're on a diet. Right. That's right. One note. Now she should have clumsily dropped it, because that's her one note. They're all like that, man. Now you see the one in the middle here, the one who's talking now. Let me hear. Yeah. She is Nerd's girlfriend. Well, everybody's future doesn't look as bright as yours. You're not a klutz. Yeah, and you're slim and attractive. And you always seem to know what to do. Yeah, everybody's actually one seem to like this bullshit. You're not a lady wrestler. Oh, you all think that I'm pretty and pert and kind of terrific. But you're not a but- you know, you sometimes when people are getting to know me, for some strange reason, <laughs> they want to choke me. <laughs> so she's one note, perky, perky, perky. And her mother and her grandmother graduated from this school. And, you know. Oh, so but she's a legacy. She should be in. I also hate the, the set. 
I mean, it's such so obviously a set with the two open windows showing the back lot. Yeah, it's all Los Angeles. This entire thing was shot in Los Angeles. So I'm sure that you're right, that they're on a back lot. And yeah. they $8 million, so they probably did rent or, you know, whatever they needed to do to look at her. She did a pig noise. <laughs> you saw it? Uh, all right. It's just so exciting. Okay, so it's time for lessons. Now, okay. there's a group of professional passengers, and they're going to pretend to be difficult. You know what I mean? Sure. That's my job, by the way, during the day. You're a I'm a secret shopper. School. Secret shopper? Yeah. Part of my job as a secret shopper is that I pretend to be a prof- I'm a professional passenger as well for stewardess school. Mm-hmm. Hi, me, coffee or tea? Oh, shit. I mean, coffee, tea or me? God damn it. <laughs> that was, you know, they're still called stewardesses here. So, um, the thing about Philo is sometimes he's got his contacts. Sometimes he's got his Coke bottle glasses. And I don't really understand the logic between the two. He's got binocular vision, it's called. But he wants to be a pilot or a stewardess? He wanted to be a pilot. Donnie most ruined that for him. So now to, to get up in the air, he's going to be a stewardess. And Donnie's serving hot dogs on this trial flight. <laughs> you remember when they used to serve hot dogs on the plane? No. No. They used to serve food. They used to, yeah. So this is a dumb joke in which he, she says, do you want your nuts crushed? And he goes, do you want your tits shut off, shot off with his fake gun? He says that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember this? I think this is Southwest that offers yep. a Sunday. Okay. Cherry on top. Southwest yep. offers the Sunday. And today is Sunday. And how would you like your nuts crushed? How would you like your tits shot off? Ugh. <laughs> oh, oh, what <laughs> they subject these children to. Toxic masculinity at a young age. Tisk okay. tisk. Now this is a real football player. This what, is a pretty good scene. injury. No, bad attitude. Ass breath. <laughs> it's like, aren't you so and so from the so and so team? And he goes, No, nah, I got cut. He goes, Oh, injury. He goes, Bad attitude. Hey, check this breath to see if it smelled like ass. Now this is a character actress actress named Anita Dangler. And she's been in everything. Um, you'll just know her face. She was even in Brain Donors. Which oh. I'm confusing. What is the With one Brain we Dead. I think we saw Brain Dead. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Brain Donors is like a John Turturro being Groucho Marx. And they have like a Harpo. And they have a Chico. And it's an interesting movie. One of the actors in that is a stand-up comedian, and he performed at Scotty's, and he got to do all his... Uh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Bob, he does it like a boxer yeah. routine, right? Like right? he's punch yep. drunk. Yes, exactly yeah. right. And he did that. <clears throat> and he was the he's opening right. act for Rodney Dangerfield. Boing! Whoa! Whoop. See, he's down in her crotch, and he's like the gay guy. He's a one-note, I'm the gay guy. And he just sort of ate her out by mistake. 
Oh my god, this guy needs like medical leave. <laughs> Here comes Wiedermeyer. Do 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 oh, do do Meyer. Remember the police academy theme song? Oh, they're smoking on the plane. It was fine. Yeah. Look, Most is a funny actor. He he hits his notes. He's just been so conditioned by happy days. He does he does his job. Happy Days is an ugly, ugly machine. There's a streaming service that has like a 24-hour channel of nothing but Happy Day reruns. Uh-huh. And I'm just amazed how hook I was on that show. I used to watch that constantly. They would have syndication, right? Yeah. So he he's she's he's saying to her, listen, you need to be less direct and not so firm with passengers. Be nicer. So he, she's going to now try to be nicer, and then some perv is going to pinch her ass, and she's going to fuck him up, and then Wiedermeyer's going to go, good, good, better, better. <laughs> she's the wrestler, right? Red Sonia? Yes. Yes. Red Sonia. Yeah. She's Conan the Barbarian. She's like, wake up. You got to put your tray table and seat back up. You're doing well, you're doing Doing good. Look at that. Oh, look, he's got little horns. (laughs) Much better. Much better. Much better. That guy lost his job as a secret shopper after that. Yeah, look at him. Uh, Might as well. He, He doesn't get laid in this movie at all, right? No, he does not get laid. He's doing multiple colognes, and he's like, do yeah. me a favor, sleep on the fire escape tonight. <laughs> oh, what is that smell? Right, Anchorman. Donnie Most was born in Brooklyn, New York, top of the food chain. Now, he's Jewish, but he's got red hair, which is Irish, which is often Catholic. Right, but they hide the salami. Smack, like like uh, Booger in in the Revenge of Nerds. He'll say something to a woman and get smacked and give a look. Yeah, 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 Booger. Um, he went. Uh, Donnie Most went to college for three years, and then he got the gig at Hall as Happy Days. So he quit school. Wow. He was in Ed TV. I don't know. This guy was really all television, you know? Yeah. Okay. He's they a- want to go to a party, but they don't have a ride. So then Connie, no, uh, Corinne is like, how bad do you want it? So she calls up Snake and Snake's the ride to the uh, party. But of course, the party is uptight white rich people and bikers are showing up. So we'll get that clash. That's snobs versus slobs. Yes. Now, oh, matching Ronnie Most is our Star Trek connection. He she, he was on Star Trek Voyager, and that's all oh. I can do for a Star Trek connection. That's a good connection. 
I, I, I'm going to still praise Donnie most. I still think when I watch that sitcom, just how deep in the trenches he is in comedy and just how he's able to keep the momentum going. And it's just, so you have a movie and he's firing off all his happy days chops and it's just kind of, it's not really a movie, I guess. <laughs> well, this is, this is not a TV show kind of thing. No, nah, this is a straight up legit. We're ripping off uh, a genre yeah. movie. These guys can't come in here. Stand aside, buddy. Oh, look at this. All the 80s bandanas. Yeah. You got the flash ass bandanas. You got the biker bandanas. Bandanas. I'm in love with the nerd. Uh-oh. Different movie. This is funny. Uh, he goes, breath mint? And he goes, no, Quaalude. Check this out. She asked if he has any twisted sister. You got a twisted sister? No, but my cousin Lenore's a little strange. I like Was that. that good? Did you hear it? Yeah. Got a twisted sister? Totally, that was a funny-ass lie. She goes, do you have a twisted sister? She goes, no, but my cousin Lenore. Kind of strange. Ooh. I well, like every that. time oh. I watch this film, I laugh when he said that. Are they playing Twisted Sister right now? No, they put on something. It. No, they. Eddie Adams, her father's chairman of the board of the stock exchange. It's We're not gonna take it anymore. Ugh, that band was so horrible. The guy lives in Long Island. He's a big. Uh, he's not really. He's a bit of a legend here. Uh, D. Schneider. And D. Schneider. Stupid! It's so stupid. he write, he writes he's funny politically. He he directed a movie called D. Snyder's Strangeland, which I refuse to watch. Mm -hmm. It's this horror movie about a guy who keeps women in cages. And you refuse to watch it on moral grounds. Yeah. Okay, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre—that's all right. Listen, murdering people is okay, but abusing women. No, it's not even that. Online. It's not even that. I just uh, I don't like. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I have seen it a few times. You know, I never did see it. It's hard to watch, Carl. I believe you. Uh, I saw Egg... Eggshells for Toby Egg Hooper? Toby Hooper's first movie? That's an yeah. easy watch and a good watch. Well, that's a comedy. I like that film it? a lot. Yeah. It was pompous as hell. I kind of liked it. So now we have one of those wop, 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 wop. Donnie most thinks that this girl is calling him over, but she was really talking to another dude, you know, and he'll have to pretend that he didn't think that. And Look at him. He's so good. Now, the wrestler lady, she reports that everyone in, in the crew, including the director, was snorting cocaine during this. Interesting. It does have a vibe of it, I guess. This uh, movie sat on, how can you say it has a vibe of Coke? This movie sat on Columbia Pictures' shelf for a year and a half before they released it. I don't have a backstory on that, although I looked for it. Hey, Comedy Central's been calling us day in and day out. Just give them something. All right, <laughs> let me check the shelves. Well, they you did theatrically re release it, but... They didn't do one of those wide releases. They made 130 grand and called it a day. I, I think yeah. it, they, if they did this nationwide, it might have still been a bomb. But okay, so I saw now this on we that. have as much payoff as we're going to get between Philo 
and uh, Klutz and Klutz. Tripper's wife. Yeah. Mrs. Tripper. Oh, they're at Make a Point over, overlooking the, right. the valley? Right, right. That is, uh, you know, oh, oh, look, UCLA. Yeah. Bark not the campus, lights. not the campus. I was just saying UCLA up here. <laughs> it's Bright Lights Big City, Los Angeles. Wait, Bright Lights Big City. No, that was the... No, New York City. Book about, yeah, right. He was a... Um, he was a fact checker. Michael J. Fox was a fact checker checker for New Yorker magazine, who had an empty coke life. He would go to nightclubs and be part of the scene. And why did you say Michael J. Fox? He's in the movie. I know it as a book. Right, and then it was a movie, which is even uh -huh. worse than the book, believe it or not. So I shouldn't say I didn't like the book. I did read it. I was young. I, right. I guess I won't. Okay, well, no, so I mean it's a curio. It's out there. So apparently the punch has been spiked with something that is so, I mean, it's not just alcohol. Look at them. So all the uptight white rich people are now loosening up. Wow, what's in the punch? Thing. Yeah, what is in the punch? Acid? Maybe. What an asshole. Yeah, he oh. is. Look, Muffy, there's a... Dance for us. You're right to call her Muffy, because he was saying that, something like that. Like, Muffy! She's um, a preppy. You remember the book? Yes. I, I remember the handbook. The handbook, that's what I meant. That was never made into a movie. I would watch the official preppy handbook if it came out today. That's exactly movie. what Hollywood would do. That's exactly what they would do to exploit the success of that book. They would make a movie called... No, Whoa! It's make it now. Whoa! Holy what? mackerel! What the what's? Hey, wait, and isn't that the boyfriend? Snake. Yes, yes. And Snake just said to to Corinne, "Get me a beer." Why is her? Oh, right, she's into S and M. Right, but who is this dude? Making a layover. Now I hate this because this would really hurt, and there's nothing sexual about it. Look. She's got, you see? Oh, no, not in the teeth. We won't see it, though, but it's awful. Right, you need to... Let me tell you the tagline so I can get rid of this. Uh, yeah, sure. You. The taglines are, this is one flight you'll never forget. Okay. That was on the movie poster. And then on the video cover, it says, come fly with them for a plane load of laughs. Sucky tags. Here's, here's my tagline. Plain and simple. Best movie you'll ever see. You reverse it. Best movie you'll ever see. Plain and simple. So we're just having class jokes. This is like the guy who's, uh, you know, it's about like um, terrorists. Warthy types is the prize. So that's the kind of jokes we're getting here. You he know, reminds me of. Do you remember Stitches? We watched the film yes. about medical school, and right. the unknown comic shows up, right. and he does his routine, and it's the funniest thing in the movie, and he leaves. Yes. Yeah. 
No, look, this film has its shares of laughs. It really does. It's a horrible, bad film, but it has its share of laughs. If you watch this thing, you won't be laughing throughout. You will not, but you will be laughing. Stuff happens. Would you consider this a hangout movie where you want to hang out with the characters and rewatch it every time it's on Comedy Central? No, because it's just not charismatic enough. Yeah. There's no one in this film, even Donnie Most, who's like, you know, I would love to have a beer with that dude. Okay, so this drill is you got to get everybody off the plane in three minutes or you're going to flunk this exercise. Um, and she's busily been flunking them, flunking them on exercises so she can kick them out. So we'll have difficult, you know, you call them secret shoppers. We're going to have difficult passengers here. They just won't leave. Now, again, one of them is a character actor. It's not these two. It's the woman on the other pair. I know her, her right, right there. Yeah. You know, this film was hard to research, even though it got played on Comedy Central a lot. Like, all there really was was Wikipedia and IMDb. When you went to deep into the research to find movie reviews and stuff. Yeah. All the movie reviews just talked about the plot. They don't reveal anything, so. It seems like a classic 80s movie, except it isn't, right? It's just everything, right. It it they don't really deliver, so it's not a memorable movie. Right. And yeah. even that quote about them doing cocaine on the set, I really had to dig deep to catch that one line in some review or, you know, uh, I forget the film Infinity Affinity gave me some stuff. Oh, I saw that on Entertainment Tonight. Uh, tell me about your experience. Uh, so, oh, it was great. We were doing. Everyone was doing cocaine. <laughs> it was terrific, John. Everyone was doing cocaine on the set. Yay! Cute. Oh, Bonsai. She has all the weight. Now, it's not realistic. I mean, she'd have to be 400 pounds to make that splash, and she's not. What do you think she is, 280, something like that? She's, she's... Before she passed away, she was on a Fox sitcom where about her and three other big women. Mm -hmm. It was like called, I don't know, Big Women or something like that. The title kind of... Which was sad because she, you know, you got the star of Bosom Buddies kind of playing this, but... I was a little. Just, I was sad when she passed away. I, I think she's great in these movies. Let's see. She was in "I Want to Hold Your Hand" with Eddie Deason. Right, Eddie Deason. Bachelor Party, Back to the Future, and all of its sequels. She was on Bosom Buddies. That's how she started. She was on the TV show Private Benjamin. She was in 1941. Yeah. Now look, she began her career in this movie called Corvette Summer with Mark Hamill. I was also thinking of that for our show. You know it. We should do it. I- you know, from what I remember, that movie is that he's such a bad actor, or he overacts. No, maybe it's not Corvette Summer, but there's a movie where he plays like a criminal-minded guy. Mm-hmm. It might, you know, but he's 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 a really good actor for certain things. But when you watch right. him as a, play a human being, you go, <laughs> "Not really your strength playing a human being," you know. So I don't have the name of that sitcom you are talking about. I deleted it. Right. I mean, there's only so much research I can get out on this. So Stuart is cool. God bless you, Carl. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I didn't catch. Uh, I read yeah. it. I read it. Okay, now who's showing up? But Vito 
uh, Scorleone, uh, uh, who we saw in Zero to Sixty. Vito Scotti. I like the Zero to Sixty. Yeah, and he was uh, one of those repo dudes. But here, he owns Stromboli Airlines, okay? And she's about to tell them all, you're fired. And now, uh, Wiedemeyer's calling her up going, don't fire them. You see, what it is, is the FAA is going to close down Stromboli Airlines. His name's Carl Stromboli. So he's made a deal for $350 a head to get uh -huh. people to, you know, be on his airline and save it. Okay, so sh unfortunately, Iron Pants can't flunk him, damn it. God, someone needs to go on the set because the plot's got so con convoluted. They just need to... I the most convoluted plot I've ever heard. Now, Vito no Scotti was in The Godfather. And I just right. can't place him. You you know him? Uh, he has a weird Van Dyke beard, right? Nazarene. Nazarene. I don't know okay, where he I was. He was also in Head, a film you really love, Vito Scotti. Yeah, sure, sure. Do you think he was, like, psychologically speaking? He wasn't the guru. I'm trying to think who he was. The Monkeys movie. I don't remember who he was, and we did see that together a bunch. So yeah, now they're all looking at their placements. United Airlines, American Airlines, and she goes, Stromboli Airlines. So all the rejects are in Stromboli. Look, he's going through the pictures of, and they, oh, her, he's oh. going to decide. Did he up later. all night? I'll save his picture, too. These stupid Polaroids. They actually got them taken at the school? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Listen, let me just finish up this Vito sure. I don't wait, maybe you don't know his face. You didn't you didn't pay attention when he was in the office, right? He has a he had a distinct beard with a little mustachey thing pointing out. Yeah, he did. All right. I'll so, Okay, here we have something that doesn't pay off. She gets hypnotized and they're like, You're not a klutz, you're the most graceful woman. <laughs> you know. This yeah. guy, right now, the, the gay guy who's hypnotizing him, and that's his whole shtick, he's gay. He is a very famous voiceover person. He would go on to do the anim, animatronic, what do you call it? Anima... Maniacs? Ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Was um, he one of the main in the brain, You know, Pinky in the Brain? Sure. He, he was he Amba. Was... Mm -hmm. <laughs> he played Amba. <laughs> Where is he? Can we hear his voice, Carl? Yes. You know his voice already sounds like this. You already know what his voice sounds like. Yeah, right. Okay, now, never mind. When I snap my fingers, you will wake up feeling like the great new person you are. It's just he's just the, a one note, you're the gay guy. The first time he shows up, he goes, Am I the only boy? Stuff like that. He didn't snap like this? Yeah, right. They hadn't made that wasn't in our culture yet. Yeah, right. There's the just living color just started. Cast members here for me to stay on top of this. I really wish I had a staff of people. And when that guy comes up, I'd say, "Yeah, the gay guy." And someone would put up a flashcard, and I go, "You know, he was in the uh, he was Pinky in the Brain." I'm just doing this from 
Well, we'll check the end credits when it pop up. I'll see if I recognize the name. Okay, here he is, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. he was in Godfather. Yeah. Uh, the nude bomb. Herbie goes bananas. Didn't we uh, see a Herbie, a Herbie movie together? I would be happy to watch a Herbie movie, but I don't think they're available on YouTube. I think I looked. I definitely look for the nude bomb. I look for the nude bomb every time I log into YouTube. Yeah, it would be great to see. The Aristocats. Uh, you already mentioned Head. Uh, Get yeah. Shorty. Well, yeah, he seems like a good guy for that movie. That was his I remember, final movie. I, I recognize his face from The Aristocrats. That Disney's was an animation. animation. <laughs> Do you idiot. Uh, Beverly Hills Bratz, Loaded Weapon, the first one. And the he was born one. in San Francisco, California. Hey. Oh, here's the voiceover guy. Uh, Rob Paulson, Pinky and the Brain, among 250 yes. different animated characters, over a thousand commercials. This is, is a, a very famous. rare live action role for him. Nice. Yeah, every once in a while we get like Tara Strong or some famous uh, voice actor in the, in the Nut House. Remember that Canadian yeah. LA? The guy does impressions is Maurice whatever. He's right. like the, the he's the brain. Montreal I guess. guy. Yeah. Oh, I can't eat. I have to be slim. Right. She's gonna resist the food. Still one of the greatest actors actresses out there. That chicken looks pretty good. <laughs> That's me at the dinner table. So important. This next flight is so important. Every nickel I have is tied up in this plane. And even some nickels he doesn't have. Every nickel I don't have. Get out of here. What am I worried? I've got the best crew around. Really? When can we meet him? Huh? George. Well, one thing's for sure, Mr. Stromboli. We'll make certain that the FAA inspector is happy. Thank you. It is nice, Carl. We'll never know we'll who, never is. Know who he is, the FAA instructor. A man, a woman. We're getting set up for our third act. use a professional from your school. I'm not worried. You know why? Because you are the ones who graduated in the first of the class. That's tomorrow's run will be a slap. Tomorrow? He goes, I know your flight tomorrow will be. And she goes, Tomorrow? Okay. It, now, is it, yeah. Go ahead, finish your thought because I'm going to go on. I was just going to say, with Donnie Moose, it's really weird hearing him hit those notes and not hear a laugh track afterwards. <laughs> okay. Now, you know, there's. I did that pilot, Waterman, right? And there's two right. instances when the joke just wasn't good enough. Like it was a funny joke, but, and I, you know, when you make a pilot, you cannot have a dead moment. So I put in a laugh track and saved both of those jokes, two jokes. There's no laugh track in the whole thing, except for two jokes. You did the comedy thing where you laugh at your own joke before anyone had a chance to register <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's right. <laughs> but it, it totally works. Once you hear when, when I, when, not me, but when the lines are said, it's like, was that a joke? So I just added the laughter. Oh, that's Look great. at that budget. Look at that budget. It said, oh, George Jefferson oh, hey. arrived. Mr. Jefferson. He's blind, and his name is Mr. Buttersworth. Oh, so Mrs. Buttersworth. Right. Now, Donnie Most, of course, will get whapped in the shins. 
No! Wow, this is a Happy Days Jefferson crossover. My dream yes. come true. You see the poster? The poster yeah. says, yeah, don't worry, you'll get there. That's what the poster says. You're going to get there. That's funny. Now, this kind of doesn't make sense. The The football player... Um, okay, wait, for this guy. This guy will make the movie funny. This is the Mad Bomber, okay? And he's going to turn this film around for a large part of the third act, and all of a sudden it's going to become a good film. It's not good. there yet. Now, good morning. morning. That oh, we saw. Hello. Captain Biff. He looks like the Mad Hello. Bomber from Airplane 2, the sequel. Ah, that's right. So... What was I about to look up? Uh, the Mad Bomber, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, here he is. The Mad Bomber is not a big deal in... Well, first of all, he's born in Passaic, New Jersey. Thank you, shout out. Um, he wasn't... He was in LA law, LA law for many years. He was... But the thing about him is who he is in Hollywood. He was the president of the Screen Actors Guild. His brother is Mark Rosenberg, a big-time director, and his cousin is Donald Fagan from Steely Dan. This guy is is set up in Hollywood, but he didn't earn it. He just... Well, I mean, Screen Actors Guild president, especially now, that's a big job. Yeah, I shouldn't say he didn't earn it. What I mean is he didn't have a big career in front of the camera, but he's... Right. Yeah. Now, there's going to be a storm, so they're going to fly. Here's how we're going to find out that he's not a good pilot, which everybody seems to know but us. There he is. There's the psycho. That's he's the got the Charlie Manson look. Most of the turbulence. Thank you. You must be used to flying through storms, huh, Captain? Look at him. He goes, storms? <laughs> this is just... It's, uh -oh. it's it's really funny if you're listening to the audio throughout because he's like all cocky and confident. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you must have a lot of experience with storms. And he goes, storms? You know, like, uh-oh, what is she doing? Now, look, she's oh, no what? She's been hypnotized. Now, the thing is, Iron Pants really shouldn't be on this flight or anything. She just has the right, right to be to file a report with the F. Hey, hey, watch, watch. Don't touch my bombs. Don't touch my bombs. Don't touch my bombs. Here you are, sir. You're beyond water. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Beyond water. Could I have the penis, please? Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, could that someplace for you, sir? Don't touch that! It's a present for my mother. It's very fragile. Oh, of course. Now, this guy does a good job as the Mad Bomber, okay? Right. Now, he starts to, he spikes this guy's drink. I, I get, it's just like the punch bowl. What he spiked it with had to be as bad as acid for the way the guy reacts. Is uh, this a, to cause a distraction? Or just chaos? He's a chaos meister? Uh, yeah. When the guy's scared, he goes, what makes you... What is the thing you're most frightened of? And the guy goes, confined spaces. And he goes, my, it's getting tight in here! <laughs> oh! You'll see. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like watching a crime doc. Kids, beware of... Well, he's wearing the trench coat like you're supposed to. Right. What is it? I don't know. It looks like uh, it could be a Prilosec. It, <laughs> it could be... Um, you think it's like high blood pressure medication? Uh, yeah. It could be Lincinopril. I, I just... <laughs> Lincinopril. Could be Chantix. I just can't tell. Ooh. Is it me or does the drinks taste extra ibuprofen? <laughs> oh, he hears him. This is, oh, okay. The film just got good. Yes, sir. Whatever you say. <laughs> the film is now good for a short time, okay? Terrific. Now he just drank the drug. Whatever that means. <laughs> and Mad Bomber is completed. Okay, now, Mad Bomber's up to something. He gets the fragile present from his mother and heads to the restroom. Now this guy, oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. I wear a three-piece suit with a vest on a plane, and then when I'm in the air, I take my jacket off. Well, it's, it's 1986, shot in 85 or whatever. Oh, something's not right. He doesn't feel, feeling a little hot. What's this? It's a bomb. Yeah, it isn't product placement either, believe me. Now, he's got it strapped to him, so it's going to hurt when he takes it off. Okay, let's see it. Oh, I can't watch. Content warning. I don't see any hair, but it is pilling his skin. Oh, when hair is even worse, you pull it off. <laughs> so... This film has been horrible and bad, but it does have a few laughs. But right now, it's a good film for uh, almost Terminator. all of Act 3. Well, that's one of these films. You just kind of watch it, and then when the good stuff comes, you're like, okay, it was worth watching. Even at this altitude, we're going to hit a lot of turbulence. You wouldn't hear the wind whistling, you know? Yeah, oh. they're, they're... Uh oh. Okay. Oh, his contact fell out. Oh no! I was wondering no, when that was going to happen. Useless. Crunch. Oh, cr that's right, crunch. Sorry, I, I had to walk by there for some reason. And it's Skip mean. Um, it. it's mean football guy. He's wearing the same shirt from the other day. Yeah, I know. And I bet you they're on the same plane, the same set they were in or before. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. They probably just shot it all in one go. Okay, bomb is armed. Bomb is armed. Okay. Now, could you see this being made post 9-11 with them crashing into the, the building at the beginning and them doing a bomb on a plane? Uh, it's possible, Carl. Okay. It has been 20-whatever years. 22? Now, now it's like you sit here and strap in. You are useless to us without being able to see. Whoa. Whoa. Turbulence. The bomb is armed, and he's going to place right. it somewhere super secret, which is essentially under George Jefferson's seat. 
That looks George Jefferson will see it. You mean a nightmare. <laughs> what are you most afraid of? Confinement. Closed spaces. It's all full tight in here. Isn't it? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is great for your consideration. I love this act. I love that scene. I I wish this was the whole movie. They, yeah. You know, look, he's freaking out, so they must contain him, right? But uh-huh. he just won't calm down. So Are you gonna get sexy, gonna... sexy? Yes, that's exactly right. Sexy, sexy is gonna really calm him down. Now, remember, Iron Pants is gathering violations to tell the FCC. Yeah, right. When There's got to be about? some way to calm him down. Step aside. Step aside. <laughs> oh, boy. You just clap there in your nose. Dad, what's she doing? Now, for the sensibilities of our viewers, she does it under a blanket. Only now, the what's actor. What's he doing now? What is he doing now? Yeah, he's already set the bomb up. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He's got to put it under George Jefferson's uh, chair. Yes, exactly right. And I don't know why that's important to our plot, but it is. And he makes it a big deal to choose George. I don't know why. What's that? I heard something. My other senses are still around. Yeah. I'm acting. I'm acting. I guess it's nothing. Wheezy. Is that Wheezy? (laughs) (laughs) He thought it was his neighbor, Tom, but he got up. With the zebra kid or whatever he used to call him. Okay, so meanwhile, we cut away because you can't just watch the whole movie. Now, watch Iron... Iron Pants is writing it down. Look at her head. <laughs> now, later, after she writes it up, Donnie Most will come by and go, oh, uh, blowjob is two words. She'll erase it. Oh, right. Now, look. Oh. Uh, okay. I go sleep now. Yeah, I go sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, is it my turn? Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I would love to uh, return the favor, but... Look, here it is, here it is. Job is two words. Eraser. Yeah. That was what I said as a pencil. I didn't think of it this rough way up here. Oh, you're fucked. I don't know. This is my first flight. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So the mad bomber comes in with his gun, okay? And he's like, fucking freeze and all this. You know, he says, put it on autopilot. I kind of don't get what he's up to exactly. They put the plane on autopilot and then he gasses them and they fall asleep. It's ether. Now ether, I understood ether to be short acting. Hands up you. You know, like it's not long acting. It doesn't put you out like a roofie. It puts you out for like five minutes. But 
In this film, he uses ether and they're out for the duration. Now, what I don't understand is that he already has a bomb. He obviously I, is going to like martyr himself and blow up. A... Nope. He's going to open a hatch in the cockpit, go down to where all the luggage is, and fucking jump out of the plane. Now, I don't know if you know about parachuting. I kind of yeah. do. But you don't jump out at 30,000 feet. It's more like 15,000, 17,000, you know. Now, you can do it because gravity will make you fall at the same rate. You're not going to accelerate. And you can pull the chute when you get down to around 8,000 feet. So right. maybe that's what happens. But there's some rule like you can't jump out of a plane at 30,000 feet with the parachute. I don't know why, but... You, you like, saw... Okay, Go okay, ahead, I just got to tell you something else. He goes, put it on autopilot. And the, the co-pilot goes, we can't at this altitude. And then uh, our pilot goes, no, 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 we can, we can, just to appease the guy. But in the turbulent weather on autopilot, it's all flying all around. Okay, she just has to get humiliated, you know. They all hit their knee. Ah! <laughs> this film is good at this moment. This film right, right now is very funny. And... Now, you saw Fast X Part 1, the Fast and the Furious movie? No, of course not, no. Okay, well, there's a scene where they're on a commercial airline and John Cena and a little kid escape the okay. plane because they have a, uh, a smaller plane in the Inside luggage department the... Okay. and they just open up the commercial hatch <laughs> and the, the mini plane flies out and nobody on the flight no reckon notices it. I promised you two episodes ago that I was going to watch the Fast and Furious movies. No, I didn't. I No, I didn't. I said no. it was the it was it was Matrix guy movies. The uh, the John Keanu, yeah. Oh, John Wick. You John watch Wick. The yeah, I still yeah. haven't done it. I still cannot bring. Okay, now he's turning on the gas. This film has got suspense and what is he doing? And this is a good film right this second. Yeah, I agree with you. Like the whole premise is kind of boring, right? Like they want to be stewardess and the school yeah. just wants to take their money and get them expelled. Get them out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, now if something's happening. Okay. So now he's going, you know, when he, when he opened up the hatch, I was like, what the fuck? You know, yeah, right. you know, it's true, but you don't know where the hatch is. It does seem very elaborate. Like he must've prepared for this. Yeah. Now the, Remember I said that you wouldn't hear the wind blowing? He will open the bay doors and you will hear the wind. It's appropriate. He's like, I hope you guys like cherry on your so, 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 Sunday. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Now what's when you gonna do? It's... Get panic outside. I wish I could. This director's name's Ken Blank Blancato, and this was he didn't do much. He did this, The Book Thief. He did a, a Max, which is that dog army dog movie. Uh, huh. This is his premiere film, and I don't know why the third act, like why it got good, but it did. Okay, so there goes Mad Bomber for the rest of the film. He's going to jump now. 
and he'll be out. All the luggage is leaving, and he loves it. He loves that all the luggage is flying out. <laughs> Boy, this guy is so weird. I mean, if you're suicidal, I get it, right? You blow up a plane in a blaze of glory, but you want to make sure you live, and so you're going to jump off the plane. Right. Yeah. And he's got no cause, and... Well, he's just crazy, I guess. Okay, now, who can fly a plane? Well... Milo, but he failed Ralph, it. And he Ralph was learning how to fly a plane, right? So was Philo. Right. So they're going to do what they did before. They're going to take their seats and be, but there's a problem. Philo cannot fucking see with his binocular vision. Maybe maybe George can call his friend, uh, the Fonz, to knock, the, hit the 